I got wiggly lines on my new microphone. Oh, man. It's like getting fingerprints on a new piece of tech. He just pulled the tape yeah. off, got his wiggly lines all <laughs> over it. It's got to happen at some point. It's like, no, nah, I'm going to make it look like I've owned it for a couple years. What the f*** is going on down there? I'm excited to talk about the dumbass journey of this one figure that had four reveals happen in 24 hours. Yeah. Um, you guys feeling feeling good? Feeling pep? Feeling feeling high? Uh, I'm. I I got through the whatever stomach bug was going around the neighborhood. Ew. Uh, yeah. I jokingly talked about. Uh, uh, not coming into work on Friday because it was so super slow on Thursday, and then like that evening it was gastrointestinal uh, distress. To the point of it felt like the best way I could explain it is if somebody took their hand and like grabbed my rig, the like bottom of my rib cage, so that their fingers were inside of my ribs mm-hmm. and just kept like wiggling their fingers. Ooh, how about you, TJ? Did you get any any uh, <laughs> cool fashionable stomach diseases this holiday season? Uh, no, um, I tried, I had a few people try to gift them to me. Yeah. Like, like, but they bought it when I said, no, no, I, I already had that. It's like, it's, 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 I appreciate it though. It's weird when they just show up on the front doorstep with just like fluid gouting out of their mouth and they're, and you're just like, no, it's cool. I'm not going to use that glass, but I appreciate it. I I perfectly accept like share anything you want with me. I will share back, but I don't don't need everything. You know, I'm, I'm happy with what I have. Yeah, I feel like I'm a dead man walking because everyone I know caught some kind of strep throat, and I haven't. So <laughs> avoid that at all costs. That means it's just—I assume it's just growing on me at a slower rate because you know viruses. No viruses in this podcast, though. Uh, it's virus clean. Part of the posting mechanism on the the backstage website is it checks and validates all the media, which I assume means there's no viruses in it. Uh, so don't worry, dear listener, who's hearing all this. Maybe tugging at your your collar a little bit, like, oh, am I going to catch the stomach flu and then whatever TJ didn't get or whatever Chris permanently has? And it's like, no, no, don't worry about it. We got we got these things checked. So welcome to our first recording of 2019. Uh, there's actually still 2018 recordings to go up. Um, I mean, actually, I've uploaded all of the regular ones, but Aaron, our special little thing doesn't have a, a live date yeah. yet. So, yeah, well, we have contacts out there. Yeah, and then we have the other thing that we the also got we at the same time. Out, we, which we should probably we still got to get that figured out. Yeah, yeah, we should. we should probably just actually do that. Yeah, we should just do that next week. Yeah, figure out some time that works, and we'll talk it out. And I don't know if we want to. Did, did we want to script that or just go? No, we, we just fans? go. We just go. We just okay. you know, we'll put a little. We're not going to go on forever. TJ, this must be terribly interesting. Uh, enthralling. Oh well, don't worry about it. I got something enthralling for all of y'all. Uh, you both saw the Bumblebee movie, right? Yeah. So, uh, y'all, you, you, did you both see that news item? Because this ties into a news item I'm not putting in the topic list just for the sake of not rolling a spoiler in, but you saw a news item about the screener version of Bumblebee versus the one that we saw? Yes. Yes. I think that's really relevant to this news item we're going to be tackling here because 
Over the course of like a day, an instruction sheet, then the back of a package, then a, just the toy uh, in a photo all leaked out of Studio Series 38, Optimus Prime from Bumblebee the Movie, Bumblebee Movie. Uh, this is Optimus as he appears uh, in the trailers when he's a projected image. That's the important part of what I was alluding to before. Because uh, when Optimus is projected out of Bumblebee in the trailers, he has this kind of cool new look. And maybe that new look we get a better look at in the film as well. But uh, there's a figure of it now uh, that, that appeared, which immediately made a bunch of people say, does that mean that we're just in line this year to get all of those maybe figures that might be from a part of the movie? I say to thee, nay. Uh, I think that they definitely want to make those figures. But... Uh, I'm, I'm gonna dance around this, so just bear with me here. Uh, we got, I actually heard from someone else, uh, in a private message too, who had seen those screeners, uh, who had mentioned some stuff, um, that they wanted to check on without being too specific. But now we've had the front page item go up about the differences between the screener version of the film that was shown months ago and the one that's in theaters now. And, um, this Optimus Prime, whose toy leaked, uh, there is a continuity in that whole timeline where this figure makes sense to exist right now, but the other ones people are talking about wanting maybe don't make sense to exist until maybe late this year or early next year is what I'll say. Uh, do you guys think I'm on the right track with that? I don't want to go like super spoiler. You're, you're dancing cause... a bit further away than what I'm understanding here, brother. Okay. I don't know how to actually do it any less uh, vaguely. So ask me after we're done is all I'm going to say, but Okay. I just wanted to, that that's covering the part. I I basically I don't think that we should be thinking that uh, at Toy Fair next month we're going to be seeing everyone from that scene in the trailers that made everyone get all excited. Uh, okay. I think there is a timeline at work which makes this Optimus make sense, but which makes the rest of them maybe not. In time, maybe there will be like a printed prototype, but. Um, I just wanted to, like, hit that topic before we actually talked about the toy, because I think that's almost a bigger topic, in a sense. Uh, I do think that they are going to try to make some toys, though, out of that, you know, the scene in the trailers that makes everyone flip out. Do you guys think so? Like, I, I think so. There's, they're I mean, so toyetic the, looking. The, the, the stuff from the, the beginning of the movie? The stuff in the trailers that everyone says, like, oh, look, it's G1. It's everywhere. Yeah. Look at all the yeah. thighs. Yeah. I mean... I mean, it's the Transformers movies. Like, they were making toys out of random vans that appeared in the background. Yeah, True. I guess it had come more <laughs> to an idea of what is Studio Series' aim. I mean, um, at this point... If, I... if, it's, if it's to vomit out a bunch of, of, of movie-based Transformers, eh, okay. If they're taking a slower step to it, and okay, we'll put out a couple of them... A, you know, a couple, three things every quarter and keep the quality decent. Like maybe it won't be every last thing, especially since like, have we seen non earth mode vehicle studio series at all? What no. I'll say, what I'll say is we, we haven't seen that, but we have seen the shadow Raider and the KSI century. I was going to say we have like two right, KSI bots also, so far. We're talking those just are also about like vomiting repaints, toys out. Right. They are totally repaints and retool type repaints, but I, so, I conceptually yeah, so though, I, I think that's something that's like okay, the budget for the wave four is one new mold and a repaint. But also, like eight Constructicons are coming out amidst yeah. all of this. So I think Studio Series identity uh, this year and next year is going to be different than what it was in 2018. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and do, will we see a bunch of this 
stuff from the beginning of the Bumblebee movie and that trailer? Nah, I don't think so. I think there's a decent chance in 2020 that we will. I, I think for Maybe. now, too much of it aligns with what we know we're already getting in a few months. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah, it's not, it's not going to have... It's, they, they, they would have to pump some super hard breaks to, to change everything. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, like, like I said, we're not going to be seeing, I don't think, that whole spread of designs like in February at Toy Fair or even at San mm. Diego. At San Diego, we might see CADs, but... I, I, just, mm. I say all this just I, to get I everyone bet to San pump Diego, the brakes. If we see a bunch of cads, it'll be like Devastator. Yeah, well, all combined. Well, Devastator's it's... half in 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 leaked test shots now. Right, but what I'm saying is that'll be when it's like, and here they are, all in color and all awesome. Oh yeah, Not... yeah. No, I mean like a grayscale actual computer model CAD, like, and it'll maybe be one. It might be like, I'm not even gonna say anyone, but it'll maybe be one or two. Uh, cause it, I, I, I'm mostly in saying this cause like where I feel I'm being pretty optimistic. There are folks already saying like, oh, clearly they're going to make every single one of those. And that's going to be studio series after like, you know, the summer. And I think that they, I think that they definitely know what they're, what they're looking at as far as what's popular. Uh, and you know, we are running out of 2007 studio series. So there is there is a hole coming up, and there and this would also be a great way for them to continue to delay to make my 07 Megatron. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm just giving them ideas. Yeah. Whatever puts off skids and mud flap. That's all I'm saying. I feel like they're never going to happen. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> you can still go and find those toys on the shelf somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like like with Studio Series having decisions to make, and with with pop culture. Like like pop culture turned on the twins harder than pop culture turned on the films, so I feel like they're at the very bottom of a list. Uh, if I'm being honest, um, ice cream truck maybe. Yeah, the ice cream truck's Outside the one that. I think that'll happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like as a Voyager, it might come out. Uh, but yeah, this is, so anyway. I wanted I wanted to hit the topic of future stuff before we talk about what we have because. I just wanted I wanted to nip some stuff in the bud there. Uh, I thought maybe I'd be the one who was saying like, "Hey, maybe these won't happen," but Aaron's actually being even harsher reality wise than I am. So we we got it all covered. <laughs> Aaron's like none. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this Optimus Prime looks pretty dang cool. When we saw the back of the the package image, I thought to myself, you know, I bet that he does some really cool tricks to put a lot of the front of that truck onto that. Uh, kind of plate looking thing on his back and we've still never seen a back shot of him as of this recording so i'm i'm holding on to that theory but otherwise looks like a a super solid figure um it looks like it's got it's someone did a side-by-side in the thread uh actually they did a side-by-side of him and then the movie cg design in the hopes of arguing that maybe they'll make a more accurate one or a third party might, but in doing that side by side, I was like, this one is insanely close. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the thing that like at a certain point in plastic, you can only get so close to what you can in CG. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, like I, I shared in the, in our little like, chat, that side by side. And then like, like that yeah. side by side actually, I felt makes the case that this is probably the best we'll get. Yeah. Until, there's, there's a decent uh, <laughs> amount of Griebel with like the ab, pipes and stuff that like like the cant of the chest that we've seen the in masterpiece 44 44 yeah 44 that has like 
800 steps of how to flip that around and make those proportions right versus like this. I don't know if you could have a little other tab that pulls it slightly forward or something or, yeah. or what. Like, but, like, 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 like at a certain point, like, until we come up with some sort of weird metamaterials crossed with like replicator from Stargate technology and nanites, are, are we going to get something that's bang on to the movie what i'll say is that if the if the the fellow uh, or fellows or persons whoever whoever they are that is working at unique toys to do their movie uh transformers mm-hmm. whoever that is could probably pull off something more accurate uh on a 10 inch tall robot mode which i would love to see um but yeah the side by side being presented to somehow say that this one is not accurate was hilarious to me cuz I was like no it's actually making I thought this one wasn't as accurate until I saw this side by side uh yeah. proportionally I I thought the legs were actually a bit too thick and I see the side by side I'm like oh no they actually have the same shapes everywhere that's like he doesn't <laughs> have the knee missile pods uh no they're there they're smaller uh, no no they're kneecap he's got kneecap things and i'm not sure that that's he's got the thing on the side of his kneecap right yeah, above the second maybe, tire maybe like that even that's this this the way that the lines are set up on the hip plates yeah. uh the placement of the like look, those little look, stack the, things the inside of his thighs aren't as filled out what the heck i mean so they aren't on one of them but on the other one at the angle i'm looking at it at right like the sh- it's maybe not as physically filled out, but it's the same silhouette shape. Like no, that I'm weird it's little, not as physically filled out. It's that weird little inhang, though, is in there. There aren't 8,000 little tiny pieces of metal all on pistons on the toy. Well, I mean, this photo's kind of grainy. Uh, yeah, maybe that's it. Because <laughs> the potato camera that they took it with. Uh, it's uh, it looks impressive though. I've seen some folks say that like folks are trying to figure out if it's a retool. Uh, some folks have said it looks very similar to Siege Optimus, which I would not say I'm like going to immediately disagree with since we haven't seen all of it. But uh, if it has anything to do with Siege Optimus, then this is definitely like a retooling that deserves applause and possibly a physical award. Yeah, that's that's the level of like the the reskeletoning. If or yeah, whatever. if that's the case, then whoever then like, hey, hats off for using nothing from Siege Optimus. Yeah. Yet somehow, I guess apparently, like we have to see how it transforms. Obviously, uh, it's a retool in that they use the same machines and a similar <laughs> batch of plastic. They use the same red plastic pellets. Yeah, to fill out some of the tooling. Uh, I think this looks great. I think that I, I'm I'm astonished by that truck mode and really want to know how this works. Because even if they're doing a bunch of you know trickery and shell tricks, when I say there's a plate on his back, it's not a big plate. Like that plate on his back is still filling a proper normal amount of volume on his torso. Um, so I I think this thing looks looks amazing. This is this is the best news I could have hoped for out of Bumblebee movie toys because I that 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 movie deserves a lot more toys than what we're getting. It's getting a lot of toys, but it deserves toys that are relevant to the movie we saw uh, more mm-hmm. so. Um, and I thought I I knew we were going to get this kind of Optimus. I was like, if they're going to do one of those things, it's going to be the Optimus. Uh, I didn't think we were going to see it this quickly. And then hearing about uh, what was in the screener back in March 2018, I'm like, oh, I understand now. Um, DJ, have we got you back in? There was a little quiet disconnect that happened there. We covered yeah, it. Yeah, not sure, not sure what happened there. I'm here. All right. Uh, how are you feeling about this Optimus? I mean, it is a cool looking Optimus. Like, it's the kind of toy I wish came out for the first movie. Hmm. 
you know? uh, did you not see RoboVision Optimus? He was. A... Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Like I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. Like it look, it looks cool. It looks like it differentiates itself enough from Siege Prime to draw my interest a little bit. What fascinates me about this toy even existing is like everything I've gone into this Bumblebee toy line with so far is the idea that originally concepted as a prequel then reshifted into like a reboot so like all the bumblebee toys come out a little bit weird like they have mm. a lot more of the familiar engineering with like the door wings on the back and the same solutions for dealing with vehicle mode kibble that the normal toys have they don't have that rounded shapes that the final bumblebee did like and i always presumed that was because well they they produced the toys slower than they produced the movie, so this is how things went when they decided to go a different direction. And then they come up with this this Optimus, mm-hmm. which I couldn't imagine existing in the original prequel version of the draft. Okay, I should probably just so I don't think this is a spoiler given its appearance in the t- in the trailer. So I'm going to say the thing why I think there's a good reason why this exists. Which should not be a massive spoiler, because it's in the trailer. You know that scene where Bumblebee projects the message from Optimus Prime that's in the trailer? Mm-hmm. And that and that it's this model that's projecting out of him? Uh, according to people who saw the screener in March, this model existed in the original screener uh, in March, when none of the other ones we might be talking about did. Right. So this was there for the prequel version of the film, which leads me to believe that's why this toy exists. Uh, whereas everything else, there's still evidence that all of that was put together after the fact uh, of, of you know, the toy planning part of this. This Optimus design sounds like, and there's another thing I will not say, but this sounds like this Optimus design, it sounds very much to me like it existed in the original version of the film uh, when this toy line stuff was being made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say version, I mean I'm I, like not to open this this thing that strangely is a can of worms. I'm finding, but you know the 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 March uh, screener. Um, this design ex- apparently existed in it, so that that explains why this toy could exist. Because until I read that report, I was sitting there just going like, how I I didn't know that they had a three month turnaround on on painted test shots nowadays. But Jiminy Cricket, I guess they did. <laughs> uh, that or even then, I wonder if it's something that was just like, hey, this is a nod that we can put in here pre, pre-movie pre change. Yeah. Like, hey, this is everybody loves Optimus Prime, whatever. And then went from there. I want, you know, you know what the really cool version of this would be is if this toy existed before the CG model existed. And then they were like, oh, actually, we just designed this toy. For yeah. fun, do you want to do you want to put this in your movie? <laughs> yeah, you, you want to get in on this? Oh, um, but yeah, it, it's looking good. Those smokestacks are real little, you know. So I'm guessing they're they're squidgy. Uh, that I, I'm kind of impressed that he even has the gun, like that really long gun uh, that the model has in the uh, the design shot. So hopefully, we get to see this figure in hand fully being transformed and stuff hopefully we all have it in hand uh sooner than later studio series is just chucking along like did you see the people in the uk are already getting it now like kapow shipped it this week that sudden battle damage studio series megatron with the banged up head oh, sculpt yeah. yeah like that's out 
That's that's out. Really? The, yeah, Kapow got it. They've they've shipped it. Uh, the first photos we got hmm. were from Robot Kingdom, so it's going to be shipping out of there too pretty soon. Um, so it's <laughs> it's all moving like. <laughs> <laughs> Bone Crusher is probably going to be a, a Bone Crusher, Jetfire, that Battle Damage Megatron, and the new Voyager Optimus all sound like they're about to be in people's hands. Uh, and they, I mean, they already are in some people's hands. There are videos up of that whole wave, except for Bone Crusher. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> Studio Series has been making me happy. It's been making me happier than ma- movie masterpiece, is what I will say. Um, anything else you guys want to drop about this Optimus? That whole no. process kind of just moved. It just kept going. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> just a ca- it. It felt kind of like a case of maybe two or three different people having parts of this and just being like, "I will be the first one." Well, yeah, or seeing someone share um, one part and going like, "Well, screw I, you, buddy. I'm gonna." I'm get not going to be the first one. I don't. I don't want to be the one that gets in trouble. Then somebody's just like, "Screw it. I'm doing it." I'm not and sitting on this. Like, ah, oh, cat's already out of the bag. Here, here. I could be Weibo famous. I'm not sitting yeah. on this. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's, that figure's coming out. I thought it warranted discussion given just, like, the, the strange, like, like, that morning I was like, well, that instruction sheet's the same angle as a faked instruction sheet I feel like I've seen before, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. And, like, two hours later, here's the back of the package. I was like, okay, well, this, if this is a hoax, this is now the most elaborate hoax that we've ever seen in a long time. Uh, then you hand photos, and it's like, okay, this probably is real, or this is an insanely elaborate hoax. Some third-party company is going really viral with the marketing. Yeah, they're just like, they're just like no, we actually have a three-month uh, prototype to, to to paint and test shot process now. Um, anyway, uh, we talked about Siege a little bit. That relates to this listener question we're going to cover quickly. This is from Optimus P96. He says, hey, Evangelist, was just curious. Do you and the WTF and TFW crew think that Siege will be a one-year thing like Power of the Primes? Uh, Aaron, do you think it will be a one-year thing like Power of the Primes? I I don't know if we've seen anything that really like gives us ideas that it's going out more than I, I'm just I'm just going to straight up say no. I'm going to say Power like, of the Primes yeah. is cut I, short. I think and... that, yeah, I, I think the only like indication of length we've had so far is the vocal the vocal intention to produce all three Seekers, which yeah. out of a Voyager is going to yeah. take quite a while to get the wave out. Yeah, and, and that and like like. I mean, I could be proven wrong, and I probably will someday anyway, but, like, all evidence from my my buyer's point of view is that Power of the Primes is the thing that got cut short for, um, like, like Combiner Wars was the start of a trilogy, but I want to say that they said it didn't always begin its life as the start of a trilogy. The trilogy thing kind of mm-hmm. came together afterwards, and it, it seems to me like Power of the Primes ended really fast so they could move into a... a, a a more pre-planned trilogy. Yeah. Starting with that, Siege. That seems like Power of the Primes like was hit. It was like filling out a couple of the check boxes that were left at the end. Yeah. Between, yeah. between, uh, Titans Return and Combiner Wars. Yeah. And then and, it had like and, the nothing gimmick of the Prime Masters. Yeah. As it's, and, it, and it's like, it, it kind of glommed on the last two lines gimmicks and uh, yeah, we've got a Megatron. Yeah, we've got an Optimus. Yeah, look, it's in it's in this line because they're in every line. And here's a few other things, and here's a couple things, and yeah, there you like, go. Like we're like we're and just filling out this. Yeah, we're just filling out this line so we can just get you to shut up about Abominus and Dinobots. Yeah, <laughs> and and there may have been more like on the the whiteboard level of planning, mm. but I don't think that anything was dropped. 
No, uh, yeah, maybe I, I, maybe like maybe like a repaint or two. Yeah, I think I think got like lost like, along the way, but I don't think that some redecos, some maybe some new tooled heads that we might see that like we already clearly are seeing one of them down the road in green light. So green light, that's her name, right? The, the yeah yeah. yeah. Like we're getting um, green light ricochet in the red swoop. So if yeah. anything got cut off, it looks like they're just going to throw it in as a special release anyway. Yeah, and, and you know, Punch Counterpunch got to just be the power of the Prime's anniversary figure, uh, or celebratory figure for the trilogy. So I think Power of the Prime's got cut short. I will be I would be very surprised if Siege was as short as Power of the Prime's. But that was only the first question. The second one is, what's your opinion on shorter themes in the, in the Generations line as opposed to Titans and Combiner Wars running for two plus years? Cut click. So maybe like what let's let's imagine like that Power of the Primes was was always just meant to be that short. Um, and, you know, we'll never know. But uh, what do you guys think about a Generations line that, that runs as short as that? Like like what one could call a filler line without the negative connotation that comes with that? Uh, I, I don't mind it myself, like Power of the Primes, original classics, um, like lines that kind of just, they occupy a year. Um, they kind of just retread engineering ground we've seen, like like classics kind of retreaded a bunch of Cybertron style engineering, uh, just with, you know, the debut of doing G1 for the first time really blatantly. Uh, but like kind of you know, take take a bunch of engineering, take a bunch of ideas we have, just tweak them a little bit, tread a little bit, fill in gaps, as you mentioned, with Abominus basically abominus <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> uh well, you know let's not let's not denigrate predator king also happened as well uh and then we'll work a matrix into him <laughs> but i like I, I don't mind the one year kind of like tread water line that just sort of extends the previous line or two uh by a little bit um before rolling into something completely new like siege um but i don't know what about you guys do you do you like those sort of filler lines that happen like like what would I, reveal the shield kind of was one it was more transitional than filler but yeah i mean i it's like sitting there thinking about all of its like i don't know if any of the lines are filler lines i'm like, trying to think of a better we need word a stop gap yeah, yeah. And, and that's and that's what i'm sitting here thinking i'm fine with shorter lines as long as they have a purpose and and like come together Mm -hmm. you know not just like i don't know here's eight toys deal with it nerd and that i mean you know all all things considered i I liked a lot of the line but that is what power of the primes felt like it was look we just made a bunch of these and i don't know we repurposed some titan master tech but now you put them on the chest instead of the heads shut up you know (laughs) like uh the, the whole prime master thing is just like one of the weirdest like, I, w- I don't want to call it half-baked. I don't think it was half-baked. I think it was fully thought out, and then I think it got applied to different toys, you know? Like, I don't think we really had figures that were designed for Prime Masters ever. We just had other figures who had a slot added or a matrix added. Because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like I, I like what Power of the Primes delivered. I didn't really care for it as a themed line. Given the nature of this question, I guess that, you know, that is a, a, a kind of a dig. Uh, TJ, what about you? How do you feel about, about the kind of shorter theme lines? Um, kind of with Aaron. Like, if it if it feels right at the time, and if it doesn't feel like you're just throwing it out there just to just to keep this toy shelves idle, then okay, I'm, I, I'm okay with that. And sometimes even that, even that can work well, depending on the timing. Like, that's what the original R.I.D. was. Yeah. 
like we we have it directly saved from Hasbro. Yeah, we were wasting time until uh we could redevelop for Armada. And yeah, a lot of people really fondly remember R.I.D. and we got a lot of good stuff out of that. Like and aside from just a few good new molds, but even the repaints out of that line, you know, Skybite being the biggest one, obviously. Mm. Which you know, was, there was just a there was a lot of attention given to that line, even though it was just a it was a standby. Oh, yeah, so, like the time, but that was what the timing was right. You know, you know, yeah. we're going back, we're going back to vehicles, we're putting Decepticons and Autobots back in, and you know, it was that familiar style of Beast Wars ish engineering, but with that old school kind of G one ish paint job to it, and mm-hmm. that worked for the time. You, know, and and you can get away kinda, with that kind of filler line. That, that's kind of what Classics was doing. Like you know, we hit the we hit the end of the Unicron trilogy, and now we're going into the vast unknown waters of the live action movie. Uh, so classics was kind of there to like, you know, again, occupy shelves, but also take Cybertron style engineering and just go, Hey, you know, we did that beast Optimus and beast Megatron. And I remember at Balkan 05, when they showed that classic stuff, like it was under these really weird auspices of like, there's not even really a line name for this. This is just some stuff we're working on. And it very much at the time sounded to me like it was, it was going to come out under Cybertron. Um, much like the, the Beast Optimus and Beast Megatron did. Uh, and who knows, you know, I think, I think people do know, and I just don't remember, but it, it, it in my memory, it feels like it kind of got rolled together, pushed forward and tweaked into what we call classics. Um, yeah, yeah cause I, re- I remember the big thing about them for Hasbro was there's no gimmicks. So like if it was ever planned for Cybertron, it would have to be like there's cyber keys or something, which yeah. as, far as, as far as I know, is never part of the plan for those toys i i, always, I, re- I remember getting them from takara going they, they like they stated they got them from takara going why are these so much better because we didn't have to make a gimmick yeah like i, I almost wonder if it was like they were like I just, these, they remind me so much of that you know the cybertron beast wars optimus and megatron um yeah and those two figures cyber key gimmicks were like like especially that optimus primals like he didn't have a cyber key gimmick his giant surfboard did uh, so I, I always imagine like I'm probably wrong, but I always imagine that like those figures were on the drawing board and they're like, all right, now the cyber key gimmick and everyone would kind of sit there and go like, yeah, I don't know. We'll just put these on the back burner again <laughs> just for another week. We'll just push this back a little bit. Maybe they'll stop asking for that. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's going to be very case by case with these kind of things. I think, I think it's hard to say like we all just have an opinion on shorter theme lines because the delivery is so important. Um, and Power of the Primes, for instance, like a pretty solid little line, but thematically a, a complete mess, in my opinion. Uh, there's there's nothing you can't take a bunch of Power of the Prime toys, look at them at a glance and go like, ah, yes, their unifying gimmick is Titan Masters that you stick into sockets because they're gods like, they're, you know, nothing says that mm-hmm. uh, there are people who probably in future who don't really check a lot of the internet will just pick up Power of the Prime's Predaking and never open Razor Claw's face. Because if you don't do that, it's pretty darn sealed shut, at least on mine, right? And if you never know that that flips open, you're never going to even engage with the Matrix and Onyx Prime that's in there because there's nothing about the toy that tells you that they're in there. Right. Um, it's almost hilarious that they're packaged hidden away in there. <laughs> 
Anyway, I, I hope that answers your question, Optimus P96, because we're just going to head straight into some uh, holiday-themed what we got this week. Uh, just kind of talking about uh, the Transformers brand of merchandise. I'm curious about um, what y'all might have gotten this week. Aaron, did you do any Transformers this past week? Uh, I, I did a little bit of transformers Uh So just I, tell, what did you do? I, no, I, I got two different sets of things. I got... Uh, so how uh, the the minibots finally came out in the U.S. Mm-hmm. like Walmart displays. I got all four of those. Hey, do you remember the G1 minibots? That's yeah, exactly that. Oh, they're made um, of solid diecast. They're six inches tall. Uh, yeah, they you can kill people with them. Yep, all of that. The Bumblebee has the new head, not the old Bumblebee head, which I saw a lot of people being upset about. I don't Weirdly. understand that Bumblebee Why? has been released five million times. There's a, there's a gajillion maybe, of them. Maybe on the because market. this one is because this one is now in like regular like distribution. I guess. I guess where it's it's not like oh you had to go on the internet yeah, and yeah. find somebody that that connected in Japan and then have it shipped over via courier system and yeah, the only and, way you could and, get that before the first time they put that out was like it was the multi-pack of mini bots that was like super expensive because it came with an accurate bumblebee right yeah like that getting the bumblebee with the accurate um new head sculpt was was kind of the whole draw and everyone was like oh but what do I do with all the rest of these these other mini bots I don't want uh like i'll i'll do the disclaimer right up front we we all fully acknowledge there are folks who were not there for every single reissue release it's just that with right. with the existence of the aftermarket like a lot of that stock is still floating around so you know if if the new reissue on walmart shelves isn't what you like uh like it's 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 all sitting there yeah yeah mm-hmm. go to ebay and look up the keychain version yeah and you it's know the yeah. same toy and but get it's got some, the old head Get some nippers and you can snip that keychain part right off. Uh, well, congrats, Aaron. You got some G1. Yeah. You're a real fan, um, apparently. Yeah. So that was like, and I had like two of them in my hands initially. I forget which two. I think it was Outback and uh, Bumblebee. And I was like, ah, it's too, it's damn me in my collector heart. I'm just going to grab these other two and. <laughs> Fine, fine. I got all four that came out. Are you happy? Well, they are on Alfie, unique cards. Alfie, <laughs> Alfie looks at me and she's like, "Why would I be angry that you're not getting all of them?" Because collectors. She's like, "Okay, it's okay, it's okay. You got all of them. You're good. Your That's friends right. will think less of us." <laughs> um. Well, I'm I'm happy for you. Uh, so congratulations. Well, thanks. Um. This is the other thing I got oh, yeah. was Dropkick. Dropkick. Oh man, my, I'm not getting him until next week. So. He's on my desk right now. You guys have fun talking about Dropkick. Okay, my first problem, it's a Bell helicopter, not a Sikorsky. Oh, Jesus. Oh, brand <laughs> loyalist. Uh, <laughs> what a well, shoddy-looking I mean, machine. Look at these one, ugly curves. Not One beautiful. of them pays my bills, and the other one doesn't. So... What a better toy this would be if it turned into a better helicopter. Yes, I, exactly. I'm, I'm glad that you understand. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so leaving leaving out the... Uh, okay, well, TJ, are you okay with, with the brand of helicopter that he, he turns into? Yes. Oh, um, darn it. I hold, I hold so... No such loyalties as they do not pay my bills. It's on, it's on skids, not wheels. Come on. <laughs> 
I mean, they they all fly. Like that's the thing helicopters are apparently doing, right? Yeah, sure. That's <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll fall back to that joke. Just, well, just be I, glad he's admitting they exist. You're the one who filled in that gap, not me. I just like to use the word apparently. You know, when <laughs> things might be fake. Uh so, so is that is it? A, I've been hearing. I haven't heard actually very much, except people told me I like how it transforms. Um, it does a lot of parts folding back over upon themselves <laughs> because the, the I mean the Bell Cobra is a very um thin helicopter, very thin anemic, uh, ugly yeah. helicopter. Yeah, I, I mean <laughs> it. It looks like it needs a cheeseburger or two, <laughs> like to like you know put some meat on its bones, but. Just tons um, of listeners, myself included, all just sitting here going, like, I didn't know people could care this much about helicopters. Hey, man, <laughs> a- ask someone that has a nice car, hey, what do you think about other car brand? <laughs> well, you don't have a Sikorsky. Wait, do you have a Sikorsky? I I mean, like I said, they, they pay my bills, so <laughs> that's didn't the brand say loyalty. No. He didn't, I noticed he didn't say no. We'll just leave that one alone. Yeah. Cannot legally discuss this at this point in time. <laughs> oh, I can't give you a ride especially, at TFCon. Especially, with, just... especially with the dirty foreign national on this discussion. I need but, all five uh, seats in my personal Sikorsky to stay nice and clean for my luggage. Uh... <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, uh, the the biggest issue that I have is because it's so thin and it keeps a left right on everything. It has a whole lot of, like, the whole tail, the whole way out, until you get to the tail rotor, is parts from either arm. So it it very much has, I mean, it has tabs through there, but, like, my tail, you can hear it popping apart. Like, you can, I can squeeze the tip of the tail just right to get it to hold together, but if I try and, like trim up the gap further up it just splits back apart again hmm. and yeah, I, I don't know if that's uh I, I don't, a, a, i'm not having that issue on mine like really I, i've got him in helicopter mode right now and the tail's holding together fine i do have a gap going all the way up yeah that, well that's what i'm saying if you squeeze it like the hands on mine and and then just behind that that's enough to to push the tail apart yeah the my, the tail's holding together while i'm doing that yeah well, yours has a better fit and finish than mine, then, sir. Well, you know why but, that is. is they but, know yeah, who you work for. Yeah, well, so. I know. <laughs> um, but it it is it is a licensed Bell product, um, the same way that all those others have the same license. Did you did you spit on the box? Did you spit on the floor? No. You, okay. No, no, because I wouldn't spit on the floor in my house. I'd have to go outside to do that. I'm not man. <laughs> That's where I keep all my Bell logos piled outside my house, <laughs> but. Um, no, it's, it's a very good representation of that helicopter, just the issues in trying to make a robot out of something thin like that and not doing like a left arm is the tail, right arm is in the body of the helicopter mm-hmm. type of, of transformation for that sort of thing. So, yeah, but like for me, that's the impressive part about the toy. Like, Oh yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's not impressive. It's, yeah. it's. It's that that had a couple of steps, especially with as long as the like arm, like the shoulder 
to forearm to out when you turn it into the tail between that and then trying to get like the, I think it was the chest parts tucked together there was some other part that like trying to get all of that tucked together because it was like four long pieces all trying to maneuver around each other to get together had a couple of like moments of hitting and a couple of like I had to take both of the engine cowl pieces off the first time I transformed it because they all kept like nudging into each other. I am fascinated to actually handle this thing and see how it works once I yeah, get the hands on it. It is a good transformation. Yeah. Um, like, people the way told me that like, the head torso flip part happens is pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like the people, the, what people told me is like the transformation of the toy is the real drawing factor for it. And like, I don't. No, like I'm as I'm going through the transformation, like it's fun, but it's like I'm not seeing the magic here. I'm not seeing wow people so much. But you get it into vehicle mode for the first time, and then you look at it from the front, and the toy is like this three dimensional robot becomes this like practically two dimensional helicopter. This anemic, uh, shriveled pea strand of a helicopter uh, <laughs> from an inferior manufacturer, so I've been told. Mm-hmm. I gotta latch onto this. I gotta become pro Bell somehow. Like, yeah, we don't have uh, we don't have steroid loaded uh, protein shake swilling helicopters here at uh, at Bell Motors. That's gonna be their company name now. Uh, we you know we we believe in sleek, uh, lightweight things that can fly. You know, while on less gasoline. Yeah, barely. Uh, holy crap. <laughs> um, so I mean, it sounds—it sounds like a like it's definitely going to be an interesting figure. It sounds to me like it's definitely lockdown tier, at the at the very least. Yeah. So that that's good to hear. Um, DJ, do you uh, do you see any room uh, for an easy way that those lazy designers could have just built in a, a car mode as well, what with the, you know <laughs> them being triple changers and all that? How how lazy? Um, uh, could, no. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm amazed <laughs> yeah, they no, worked a robot no into that vehicle mode, <laughs> let alone a car. You know what? If the helicopter is really that that like, you know, is the word facile the right word for this? I don't know. I'm just thinking of words that sound weedy. Uh, I wonder if a triple changing, you know, a higher end one, obviously, but I wonder if triple changing is feasible just in the sake that the the helicopter mode is such a nothing that maybe it's easy to just slip in there. It's it's more Man. how do we. It would it would have to be an inside out of epic proportions if you wanted it to look good in its alt mode in its vehicle modes. Yeah, yeah, and they had that chance with drift, and they they couldn't pull that one off either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would argue that also his helicopter mode was never real. It was like like in the movie, it always just kind of looked like a bunch of drift panels in a helicopter shape. Unless I missed something, as the leading expert, I'm, in major ha- I'm, having, to, I'm having to look up images here uh, from like the movie, movie because he turned into the copter exactly twice, and only once could you even actually see it clearly. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I'm really That's sure it was more a of a geometric image. shape. Um, because I'm, I'm with everyone. I want to see a ridiculous. Uh, triple changing, you know, delivery on both Shatter and Dropkick. I just think that's that's going to be something that you got to not to say that official sources can't do it. I just I don't think that it's possible in Studio Series, and I don't trust uh, Movie Masterpiece to do it uh, right now. Yeah, found a couple of images, and it's just like 
it's what Michael Bay thinks a like a Cybertronian insect would kind of look like. It's a bunch of angles and organic curves and yeah, weirdness. It's a bunch of dosh. Um, I mean, Aaron's clearly kind of dissatisfied with having to get that logo into his household. Um, but uh, TJ, you feeling? I mean, it sounds like you're just kind of feeling middle of the road on on Dropkick right now. Oh, I, like I like him fine. Like okay. Yeah, like 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 I said, like transformation's fine. It's the magic of wow, that robot became something that thin. Okay, cool. Yeah, like that. That's that's the that's the uh, that's the wow factor on dropkick for me. I guess when I say middle of the road, it's like it's like that. That is about it. It's it's kind of like he does this one kind of cool thing. Dot, you know. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um. Well, I'm excited for him. I'm also excited. The thing, I, the thing I'm excited for is also to see the. I'm. I am for all that stuff I was just saying. I'm. I'm 100 percent sure they're working on a deluxe like car dropkick and plane shatter. Um, I hope so. I do. the The biggest thing that is like, I don't know about a disappointment for me, but it would have been nice to see some uh some semblance of the car parts. In the helicopter mode, I feel oh, in the helicopter mode, okay. Because I was gonna say in the robot in, mode, in, and... not in the helicopter mode, in 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 the robot mode, because like the only thing that you get is like kind of the tail lights on the knees, but looking at like CG images, you don't have like the tire shoulders or tire elbows, mm. um, like the panels that are on the lower leg or a bunch of helicopter parts for the toy that in the model are car parts. I wonder if like like extra paint work or something could bring out maybe there's like sculpted stuff in there that's just like so um abstract. Uh, I th- I think no cuz this the other sculpted parts are just greebly. Uh, it's just like pipes. Man, yeah, okay. unless you're physically painting tires and GM yeah. logos on it don't think so yeah the the elbows kind of have something that could maybe be tire tread but also is like looks like the the detent side of a ratchet yeah like line lines with ridges around there and there's no there's no detent to it so it's intentional sculpt but it's not like it's not angle slash like tire tread would be it's just straight across Okay. So it's like maybe the feel of a tire tread, but it's not really. Because like I, I'm not usually just like, oh, I can't wait for third party. But in the very specific case of Dropkick and Shatter, I'm like, I'm chomping at the bit to see whatever the unique toys movie machine does. Because like, did you guys see? I talked about it last week. Did you see Unique Toys movie four or five Optimus? Did you see what that thing does? No. Look at. Look at I did I did a shot. I did one photo to try to illustrate it. Look at that chunk of car and look at how it, it that chunk of car becomes part of his chest and an arm. And like Oh wow. Like the the design I think it's just a designer from what I understand. The designer of this toy also did a lockdown and is assumed to do a movie 5 Megatron and I'm like this is a designer who could sink their teeth into shatter and dropkick. This design, because also that transformation is is super easy as well. It's not hard, uh, or at the very least, it's not 
reliant on me like moving ball socket joints to certain degrees. You know, everything re-clicks into something when I pull that half of a truck cab out of an arm. Um, okay. So, I, like I said, you know, I'm, I I don't have any, any stake in the third party versus not third party versus official whatever, but like unique toys movie stuff i'm like i i want to see what you do with something crazy like shatter and dropkick um like there's a video in that twitter thread if you look at it later i took of how the curved forearm turns into the squared off half nose of the cab in like two motions it's super straightforward oh yeah i mean there's definitely ways to do a bunch of tricks but the geometry is so perfect it's like i only have to do two things but whoever designed this was like oh yeah you only have to like just move this stuff because the geometry is is in impeccable uh that's the kind of stuff that gets me excited about some of those movie designs i gotta admit um but tj let's let's swing over to you uh what else did you do transformers wise um let's stay in the same vein and say i got the big power charge bumblebee Oh, is that the one with the the tumbler on his chest? Yeah, I was reading. Uh, I spent a hot minute watching reviews of that, where it sounded like the packaging implied numerically there were way more sound effects than most. Like the two reviewers I watched were able to actually get out of the figure. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? <laughs> it's kind of a thing. Uh, it's yeah. It's really hard to figure out just like how the how the sound effects actually function. I do believe that there's. There's probably, if you really look, 25 sound effects in there, all things included. But it's like, there's there's a few, like, you count one up for, like, the sound effects are shutting down noise. The, you know, mm. like the, the generic car revving noise. And you start getting little incidentals like that out of the way. And if you count things like, he's got some quotes that come with other sound effects. Yeah. So if you, if you start counting that, like, oh, okay. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> that <laughs> feels realized. like where they got the number from. Because I watched a video of that, and I was like, that thing looks actually pretty darn cool, especially if it's going to do a whole ton of sounds, you know, while it's transforming and rolling around. And then I watched the, the demo of the electronics, and I was like, where is, that looks like 30% of what I thought it was going to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it feels like the, it, the activation system for it is just so confusing. So like you just sit there spinning this ball in his chest, and sometimes a noise plays. You know, I can get one or two noises to play pretty consistently, and then there's others where it feels like I'm rolling this ball for a week and a half and nothing's happening. That's such a oh. weird decision to make. Ah. I'm not even, like, I, here's, the, here's the weird thing to me. He's got two LED lights in his in his torso. Yeah. None of them are for this translucent ball in the center that does all the sound effects. <laughs> super weird. It's super weird. Here's what's weirder. Each one of them is about two or three centimeters off from actually matching where his headlights are. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like a physical manifestation of the strange status of that whole movie's design, like, Bible kinda it's like no we uh we reshaped him to look like he does in the film but the leds are still in the prequel movie positions uh two millimeters off from the new nipple positions have you you ever tried to move an led before that's tough i i did yes i have actually just you just move it they're small they're on wires wires are flexible (laughs) 
Maybe the wires you're working with. I'm working with with good Bell helicopter wires. Thank you. I, uh, the best part is I'm going to continually misremember bits and pieces of that name till eventually I'm like just saying like, well, I make I use Billy Bishop helicopters that are far better than your uh, Sikorsky. Bob blah blah. Yeah, Bob blah blah helicopter parts. Uh, well, DJ, like, like, how do you feel outside of those, like, kind of sadly anemic electronic functions, which is a shame, because that's kind of, like, half of what you're paying for. Yeah. Uh, how's yeah. the rest of the figure feeling for you? Um, actually, I really like the rest of the figure. I, damn it! Yeah, it looks so good. Like, yeah, like, I like the shape and the proportions of him. I like the gigantic Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. Oh, and... He's still, he's still rocking some of that like pre reboot aesthetic to him, but he he's still close enough. I feel like like this this kind of makes me happy. Is like this is the big bumblebee from that movie that I liked. Yeah, and it does transform well. The articulation's decent on it, considering you know he's got a big voice box in the center of him. Yeah, like like I watched I, the videos I saw. The first one I saw was all of that stuff before the electronics, and I was getting hyped. I was like, I'm I'm gonna go track this thing down. This looks super fun, because like I like the idea of a pretty good big transformer that is like just stuffed up the butt in its chest with electronics, and I was like, I was like that has like the the tiniest soundboard in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like I, 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 you know, for all this yelling, like it, like it seems like it's a pretty darn good figure, especially if you get it on sale. Uh, man, I, I was hoping you were gonna say like, no, those reviewers were just rushing it. I found, in fact, sixty sound effects in him. Yeah, there's a button right <laughs> Some, here. Why did everyone? Sometimes miss it? it goes beep, and sometimes it goes beep, beep. That's the worst. That's the worst. When it's like, like when the sound effect numerical listing is the kind of thing where the the designers have to argue at you, the user. Where it's like, no, yeah. in fact, there are there are twenty five num- numbered waves on that little chip. We we uploaded them ourselves. You can't. Look, sometimes each he word, says, "Let's yes. go." Sometimes he says, "Let's go, Optimus," and sometimes he says, "Let's go, Optimus Prime." <laughs> it's a lot of work. And then sometimes says let's go prime that's four different things we edited As... those in audacity ourselves <laughs> sometimes there's one section that glitches so he just says let's and we counted it <laughs> hey listen some countries all right they they know what that word means that means we can sell this as, as technically a quadlingual toy uh well I'm, I'm i'm glad at least the figure is it, it seems like it's just a solid physical piece um, no one's ever going to, I was going to say, maybe someone could mod a cooler set of electronics into it, but no, no one's going to take the time to do that. Um, all right. Well, uh, what else, what else did you do transformers wise? Let's see. The tree had a whole bunch of studio series figures that everyone else has already had before me. Uh, or were there any surprises for you within those or was it kind of like, uh, as you were expecting? Um, about what I was expecting. Well, mostly because I've heard, I've heard you guys talk about the toys before, but like, uh, Starscream, mm-hmm. who is very mm-hmm. much that deluxe version of Starscream, but I really, really like that deluxe, so having it at that size is exactly what I wanted. So Yeah. That makes him a very nice Starscream. Uh, Brawl. Brawl's fun to transform. I like how he works. He is so weird to look at. Yeah, and... and... <laughs> I still, to this day, get him into tank mode and then just feel like I'm supposed to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had to check, like, more than one video going, like, is that supposed to float there? Like, 
This feels like I'm supposed to put this down. Yeah. No, no, that's intentional. Huh. Okay. All right, we'll pretend that's okay then. <laughs> it's like, you know what? You know what? I bet you there were weird floaty jaggies on the CG model back in 07. I just couldn't see them because everything was shaken. So it's... It's fine. It's accurate. Mm-hmm. He's like, like he's nice. He's a nice enough figure, though. Like, just, he's, he's just, he's, he seems like gravity is being generous to him in some of those uh, <laughs> proportions, like the shoulders, especially. Just, yeah, he's, uh, just, he's just a weirdo. Yeah, he dropped out where I talked out. So I guess the big one is blackout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Fine, Sikorsky product. There you go. Oh God. <laughs> So, uh, transformation I like, uh, helicopter mode I really like. Um, someone tell me if there's a fix for his tabs for putting his arms onto his body. Uh, it's just very strangely difficult. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's in fact, like, every time I take him off or out of, out of my, uh, my little Studio Series gasket box and go like, alright, I'm gonna transform you. I'm always like, did I forget something? Am I breaking this thing? And it's like, nah, it's just those tabs are, are, are filled with weird blood magic. Uh, they, they are far too small to lock in that tight, but they somehow do. Um, they're like, very strange. Get, yeah, like, I can't get them to lock in at all. Oh, weird. Because mine, mine will, like, kind of be futzy, but then they suddenly go, click! And then it's like now I have to actually like get I have sometimes I have to le- lever them out with a spudger to get them to unlock. Okay. Okay, I might I might not be putting enough force behind it then cuz yeah, I, like I, I, some... I can get I get the tabs in there and then they go no no we don't fit and they just leave. Double check some videos just like cause I don't want to like lead you down to like like smashing a hole through the figure, but as I recall those shoulder tabs um re- like connect with some rather terrifying force mm-hmm. that's that's my memories of the last time of transforming them that it's, it's like a, uh, uh, oh and like, to be fair i have not seen any major reports in volume of that tab breaking on the figure i think it's built to survive doing that uh it's just a very odd decision like it, it doesn't really yeah, I'm, I'm sure there is. It does need to. It just at a glance, I'm like, does this need to be this hard? <laughs> like, this is just a leader class figure. That's just a flap that has an arm attached to it. Does this need to be this hard? <laughs> um, you could always, you know, you, you could always go for the the upscale KO. Go for the the whatever twenty one inch tall blackout. He's not that big. It's uh, not that big. But they, uh, there is, a, there is a fairly currently popular upscale of that toy that also tweaks a few other engineering things. I should see if that Wei Zhang one tweaks those shoulder clips. Truth be told, um, how are you finding him in robot mode though? Aside from, I'm guessing the very flappy shoulders. Um, I'm wishing his shoulders worked a little bit better for me. I mean, I'm not like tabbing in. I just mean in range because he's yeah. got those kind of weird like this is the shape I was in, so I have to work around it kind of shoulder articulation yeah uh like beyond that i'm happy enough with a robot mode all right like he's he's he, he's he is the big bulky bruiser he was in the movie so like he, he doesn't have something like and he's got the he's got the proportions down the way i wanted him to the way the voyager 
kind of futzed it a little bit. So, yeah, I, I'm happy. Uh, that's been my favorite thing about Studio Series is seeing, for the most part, those actual like closer to movie robot mode proportions, which are always weird. Mm-hmm. Um, like seeing those weird non, like I always the, the word I'd use is they always kind of heroicize the proportions a bit on a lot of the the movie toys, like Blackout being a good example of it. Um, take Blackout and kind of smooth them into being more of an animated super robot, not you know capital A animated, but a drawn one. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the weirdness of it is that's why I'm I'm so hyped to see that Bone Crusher. Um. Oh, I meant to ask how do you, how do you like uh, Studio Series Scorponok? <laughs> uh, it. Uh, look, I'm just happy it doesn't look like his tail's gonna break on me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, it's baby steps. Baby, yeah, he's fine. He's 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 there. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, uh, I, I guess the big one under the tree this year for me was Predaking. Hey, that happened to me too. My my fam got me a Predaking. Uh, I I stuck him together, and actually he he held together even better than the uh, the one I was messing with over at Toy Hacks in the summer. Ooh, um, nice. So you, I would have thought you guys had Predaking already. Uh, no, I kept putting it off. I, I also kept putting it off because I didn't want to pay uh, over 200 Canadian for him after having handled him. Uh, I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. I like the way this feels, but I wanted, I wanted on sale. Yeah, it's like every Titan class has gone on sale at some point. So I figured if I waited long enough, it would either end up in my hands or I'd be able to pay for it reasonably. Yeah, but no, I, like I haven't put stickers on him because I also having messed with with the Toy Hacks one, I want the Toy Hacks wrapper labels for him. Uh, cause I've seen them in person and now I looked at his sticker sheet and I was like, nah, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> cause I was like, yeah, I- even the moment where I was like, oh, I could put these on for review posterity. I was like, I'm not doing these feathers twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, cause I, I, I went ahead and stickered mine and I, I, I think I said something like it's, I've been stickering this toy since 1945. And I haven't yeah. even I haven't even done dive bomb yet because he's half the sheet. Yeah, I recently found Trypticon sticker sheet unapplied. I was like, oh, I could do no. Oh god, I still have to do Trypticon at some point. <laughs> no, if you guys have to live my life, get the repro labels for Trypticon. Do those, then find all the official labels that didn't get replaced by repro labels and add those in as well. That was a day and a half. <laughs> and th- and then just take the edge of a piece of paper and like slice it across your eyeball a few times. Yeah, I, no forehead. You get hurt. Oh. It's more re- relieving that what. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've mostly been looking at him unstickered, which I, actually isn't all that bad aside from the wings. Uh, like the wings certainly do need something on them. They're yeah. very boring without the gold. But yeah. Um, I, I also discovered that when I was shooting the Toy Hacks promo, I got all the weapon placements wrong on the, the animal modes, which was interesting. Uh, I'd mixed up Razor Claw and Dive Bomb's guns. Um, well done. So, you know, you check out the video if you want to see that. Um, <laughs> DJ, how you find... So, so, I mean, Predaking, to me, is, is the highlight. He feels great to assemble. He's nicely posable. Um, he, he holds together very well, in my opinion. Is yours feeling good, too? Yeah, like, I was really kind of surprised just how well it, it all holds together. Yeah. Like, 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 especially that crotch. Like, it's not really locking together visibly, 
but it doesn't mm-hmm. come apart. Mm-hmm. Like, in general, like, I'm really impressed by the combination method of the toy. Yeah. Like, it means everyone has a bit of backpack to them. You know, like the, the leg figures especially, but it doesn't feel like it gets in the way of them. No, like it, like, it, hel- it helps. It helps that Headstrong and Tantrum are both very heavy set animals. So when it just takes up like undercarriage of their beast modes, it looks correct. Yeah, like like I've I mean I've I've actually had the argument a couple times where I people were like, but this looks so terrible, and I was kind of like, I can't say like that you're wrong. I just don't agree with you because I'm like I'm like you know especially in the beast modes I'm like it's just a big underhang on a on an already underhang loaded beast mode like it yeah, doesn't like, really one of them's yeah. a cow have you seen a cow like like yeah. you know as a joke I'm like no listen they're both cows it's a well okay it's a rhino and a in a, a cow but like <laughs> it's... they both they both have a big old testicle under there it's just the way it works. That's 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 not that's not how how testicles work. It is when you have one that big. <laughs> it's so big it's someone else's thigh. Someone by the way, dear listener, that was a free one. You can use that in in life somewhere if you want to. Um but yeah, like and, and in the robot modes again, it was like it's like considering what's hanging off their back, this ain't that bad in practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I've also I used think, them as puppeteer sticks, which was actually really <laughs> handy. <laughs> I think I was more annoyed with the fact that they were basically the same toy, rather than the yeah. giant thighs hanging uh, off their backs. You get that with any combiner, though. At some I, I, well, I know, but like the G1 Predacons didn't do that. Like Headstrong and Tantrum were distinct figures from each other. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, part part of it is like. Like it's weird because it's like they didn't really make the beast modes look all that better, but by not having one of them have his front legs suck into his pecs, it's kind of like they made one of the beast modes at least look mildly better. Yeah, I'm uh, debating whether or not uh, Rampage looks better to me or not because he's supposed to be a tiger, so he's got much thinner limbs now because of how they rearranged the bulk. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, like I, I think I said this last week, but I, I can repeat it here because I, I still think this. I think that like the Predacon alt modes are actually very much on par with the Constructicon ones. It's just the Constructicons turn into blocks on wheels, and the Predacons mm-hmm. are doing just as much work, except that they're also supposed to turn into quadrupeds, and like that's a lot more complicated than turning into a block on wheels. Yeah. Um. So I and and also those five robot modes. If you just look at the American Devastator set, those five robot modes are better than those six robot modes. Oh, easily. Yeah, you don't uh, have a long haul situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you don't have you don't have fully compromised entire figures in this set, yeah. which which like, is a that real was, thing. That was the genius thing about the toy design, like because you've got so much of Predaking's bulk spread across all the other five figures you actually get all five are the same size in robot mode which is the whole like the uniqueness of predaking and then you still get a really well proportioned super mode yeah like like and just the way it's distributed is just really really smart because like when i told somebody that dive bomb formed the waste they couldn't figure it out yeah it's yeah it's such a cool idea what they did with dive bomb uh, and it deals with the with the the thing that that ended up being a small problem on Feral Rex, which is when you just and on G One Predaking to a degree, when you just take Dive Bomb's wings off and then smack him onto the back of the combiner, you're suddenly putting this enormous block of weight right onto his back. 
mm-hmm. uh, which which can mess with them. And also, that entire block then has to just like peg on. Like the G one version of Predaking, uh, I haven't combined him in a long time because he's not here with me in Toronto. But I had one growing up, and I remember the the com- the combination method for that backpack always felt like junk, especially when like that that um, black square peg started to you know break down from overuse being you know with you being a child and all um because mm-hmm. yeah i i think that I, I'll, I'll i'll say like obviously takara tomi took a higher budget and fixed the compromised constructicons in their version which is the better version of the set uh it's just nice that like we don't have that situation here you don't you don't have to hope that there's an improved one you know like you've, you've got the one that's on par in, in my opinion um you know, we're saying all this. We should cover it because someone's going to start yelling at it. TJ, I don't mind the hole in his back. There's enough stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mind that so much either. You know, like part of me is like, hey, that gives me a spot for Razor Claw's legs to hang into. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what they're supposed to do. They're filling out most of it. There, there's a little there's a little hole yeah, in the small th- of his there's back. Little, but... There's little, like, notches and tabs that are supposed to hide and, and tuck stuff. Yeah. It's like there there ends up with all that there is still a little bit of a hole in his back, but you know they do so much to fill it out like it it, it works for me those yeah. those yellow trap doors like they lock in place on mine so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's one of those toys where everything sacrifices a little bit to make it all work. I think the way they've balanced out those sacrifices makes it exceptionally clever mm-hmm. and forgivable for. Some of the some of the things like okay he's got a hollow back, big deal. Like if it means he gets to do all of this and it still all works, then okay, I, that really doesn't bug me. Yeah, and like and you know, you're rolling the part obviously where Predaking was one of the 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 toys that absolutely hit you know sales over the course of Black Friday and Boxing Day, mm-hmm. uh, and so a lot of people got their hands on this toy more recently in my Twitter feed, and it's like you know when you when you get to save thirty percent on this toy as well, suddenly this whole set becomes just really cool. Um, I think the worst part about this set is that like in Canada it retailed for two hundred and thirty dollars plus tax, because that bumps it up to like two hundred and fifty bucks after tax, and like that was the worst part of the set because that's a that's a price point where you start seeing every single fault in like twice magnification. Um, which is why I just didn't buy it at that price because I was like, nah, I, I that that'll bum me out too much. Um, but yeah, it's it's a darn fun combination. Predaking, I think, is a more poseable um, combined robot than Devastator was in in several key places. Um, the the combiner feet on him like are really darn good at holding a stance too, which obviously mm-hmm. Devastator has more problems mm-hmm. with. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy with him. Um, you know, hey, he doesn't have he doesn't come with a sword. Uh also, semi-related, the third third-party sword accessory for this toy has just been announced. <laughs> so that's not gonna be a problem in the long run. <laughs> um so yeah, TJ, uh that's, I'm, I'm glad to hear that yours is solid like mine is. Uh mm-hmm. but I you know, my condolences about going through with that sticker sheet. <laughs> <laughs> do the stickers at least do they do they tear very easy or are they kind of holding together decently? I didn't have any tearing issues on mine. Okay, I had some real bad tearing problems on the Trypticon stickers, like the stock Hasbro ones. Uh, they were like they were like rubber tissue paper. It was really weird. Mm. Like these felt kind of thin, but they all stuck well. And I guess just as long as you go at them the right way, I didn't have any issue. 
Excellent. Uh, anything else Transformers-wise on your end you want to talk about? Uh, I believe that is it. All right. I got two things I didn't talk about last time that I can talk about here. One of these, uh, last week I mentioned that we had a new listener who is, in fact, uh, a, a Transformers convention mom. Uh, who started listening to this podcast after the podcast roundtables, I believe, at TFCon. No. Um, hmm. And uh, anyway, uh, her her uh, her kid contacted me and said, you know, shared that story with me, which I was having a bad day, and that story actually really helped. Uh, that was a really nice thing to hear. Um, then uh, they, they also said that, he, or he said, you know, my mom's been, been collecting bot bots and has spares and would like to send you some of these spares. And that, that was a really nice thing to do. So I got some bot bots that are not from the single pack uh, blind packs. Uh, oh. So I got I got uh, six of them here. I can I can run you some quick reviews. I got I don't know all their names. I got skills punk who turns into a game cartridge. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Got that one. That one's real basic. Not going to lie. Um, the alt mode just doesn't really look like a game cartridge. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> kind of just looks like a funny shaped box. Um, but it's, it's, it's what I've identified to be like the really good baseline bot bots transformation of pull up head, pull out arms, flip out legs. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, you know, decent robot mode. Uh, also got the game controller whose name I don't know. Um, the game controller actually, I don't think is as good as skills punk. The game controller has got a lot of character, but, uh, it's good. It's one of those bot bot things where it's like the arms have a transformation that starts to happen and then it's done, but you're like, Oh, I thought there'd be one more thing. Um, so he kind of just looks like a game controller with a head and legs in his robot mode. Um, so he's, he's kind of, he's kind of a shed head. If, if that makes any sense, that being the less good bot bots. <laughs> um, and then I got, I got, okay, this is one of my faves. I got Poo Sham, uh, who turns into a shampoo bottle. Poo Sham is fascinating. Poo Sham has wings that fold out, and Poo Sham uses Poo Sham's uh, face crevice to help you get the arms out, which is kind of cool. Uh, but Poo Sham is just a real, how many times can I say Poo Sham? Uh, Poo Sham. Uh, at least three more times. Poo Sham. Is a real good bot bot. Pusham has got it going on. The the wings are just a, a a wonderful final touch on this figure, and the part where even the instructions say like use the crevice on the face to help you get those arms out because it's they're pretty you know um, flush up against the side of the shampoo bottle mode. Um, it's is cool. Uh, so I like Pusham a lot. Uh, then I got so I got a shed head. Who's actually really good, except this isn't a shed head. I believe this is a lost bot. I got Bonsai, the Bonsai plant who has a missing eye. Mm-hmm. Bonsai mm-hmm. is really good. I like Bonsai a lot. And then I did you see that bot bot's animated commercial? No. Uh, okay, go check the front page to watch it later. Because in that, there's some lore happening in that commercial. One of them, you know how the lost bots are like representatives of the other tribes, but apparently they're lost in the mall? was kind of the thing. So it's like, okay. you know, Bonsai and, and Frost Feratu and, and the rest. In that commercial, they imply that the Lost Bots, in fact, are a terrifying crew of bot bots who lurk in the shadows. And it looks like they just hunt. And I don't know what they're hunting. But Bonsai leaps out of, like, a, a shoe shelf with a friggin' katana. And, like, I don't know who he's attacking, but... The Lost Bots are freaking cool, and Bonsai is not... Bonsai is a really good Shedhead. He's so good, he's in fact not one of the Shedheads. Um, 
And then I got, uh, I don't know this one's name either. This one turns into a, a, a container of nachos with cheese on top. Um, again, a really good BotBots transformation, which results in a really solid robot mode. Uh, he's got um, an Imperata eye, but then a normal eye, and then like a half smile. Hmm. He's got one of those. Okay. He's got one of those team meat looking faces. One of those binding of Isaac looking faces. Uh, so, so I like him a lot too. And then the last one I got was Fitness Monster, uh, who turns into a wristwatch that says it's two thirds. It's about two thirds battery drained, uh, and it says the time is nineteen eighty four. So the time is seven eighty four p.m. on uh, on this watch. Uh, really simple transformation, but. Considering that it's got to deal with an entire wrist strap, uh, this toy does does actually a really clever shoulder placement to have the arms fold down and slightly shift the shape and the mass. Uh, there's kind of a mm. just a plate that folds up to reveal an Emperata face, and the plate doesn't really go anywhere. It just kind of hover. It's supposed to just hover in front like a visor, sort of like a lifted visor. Um, but these are cool bot bots. So thank you so much, uh, dear new listener. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to out names um, necessarily because I'm not sure if I should. Um, but this is super appreciated, and I hope you had a good holiday season. Uh, and thanks for listening too, especially all the parts where we get tired and weird and start yelling about stuff that probably doesn't matter in the long run. <laughs> um, I got one other Transformers thing though. I got Masterpiece Movie Ironhide. Ooh. Um. Hey, Aaron, can you do me a favor? Say Maybe. say the phrase masterpiece movie Ironhide's instructions. Masterpiece movie Ironhide's instructions. <coughs> Sorry, what? Say that again. Yeah. Oh, that 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 good masterpiece movie Ironhide's instructions. <coughs> what? I. Okay. Oh, this is a reflex now. It's a reflex. Jesus Christ! Uh, anyone who has this toy, paw. Caught on immediately. I went to look at his video afterwards, and I was like, "Oh, it wasn't just me." You want to give someone who had, who bought this toy a friggin' nom flashback? You look him in the eye and you say, "Hey, MPM Ironhide Step Forty Two, and it's just going to be the eye twitching. Hmm. Ironhide's instructions Step Forty Two says, "Push the two arms together to form the top half of the truck cab." That is summarizing at least somewhere between 8 to 15 separate steps involving at least 8 undocumented locking tabs. Oh, jeez. Are the instructions at least legible? They're very legible. They just leave most of it out. Okay. Well, like, like <laughs> which, you win some, you lose some. Which is kind of makes them re-illegible in the long run. Here's the worst part. Of those, like, multiple pairs of locking tabs, having messed with the toy long enough and having confirmed this by seeing the number of people who said they gave up trying to make the truck mode, all those tabs are are pushing against each other, and there's a very specific order, I think, that they're supposed to be used, and there's no indication in any of the documentation what that order is. Uh, you know how Masterpiece Movie Optimus has a good transformation, but at the very last minute, the front of the truck doesn't really come together? Okay, yeah. Imagine that, except the entire top half of the vehicle doesn't come together. Uh... Now, here's the nice part. You can get Ironhide's vehicle mode to come together. But, like, if you can't, there's nothing wrong with you. That just means you're a normal person. Uh, it's just a couple of us horrifying and, I guess, indignant monsters 
who sit there either wrestling with the thing for half an hour trying to get all the tabs to play nice, or in my case, I've started to deduce an order that works. However, there's one more caveat. There's a pair of tabs among all these tabs. There's two sets of tabs that lock the front of the hood together because uh, it's three pieces. It's the two shoulder plates and then a middle piece that folds down. Uh, there's a there's a set of gray tabs and a set of black tabs. The black tabs, now I lost one about immediately. Um, uh. Piaw said that he had one that was just gone when he opened the box, and then the second one he lost immediately. Uh, I thought maybe the lack of tension would help things. Maybe it did. Unfortunately, because I still have one, the lack of that black tab causes a permanent divot in the center of the hood of the truck mode. Now, thankfully, Ironhide turns into a big black pickup truck that looks like it's been, you know, run headfirst into Chicago a few times while Chicago was on fire. So it kind of works in a way. Um... It's a real shame. The lower half of that robot mode transforms beautifully. Like, beautifully. Uh, and then, like, like where Barricade was this beautiful step forward from Ma- Masterpiece Movie, where Volkswagen Bumblebee was a beautiful step sideways from that. Ironhide is two big-ass steps backwards. Uh, and I got no confidence in this line <laughs> anymore. You show me a new Masterpiece movie toy, and it's like, all right, I wonder how many tabs work. Because whoever is working on these, and God, I hope it's not Hasui, whoever's working on these has an inordinate and unfounded amount of confidence in small tabs all working in in conjunction. Uh... So that's kind of a bummer. The transformation is great, aside from that, from step 42. Uh, the truck mode, when it looks like it's somewhat the right shape, is beautifully painted. Uh, it's, it's fairly large. The robot mode looks real intimidating, but what if I told you there was one other kind of a problem? Uh, you know how, when we saw photos of this, I was like, after Barricade, I'm so excited to see how they deal with the shoulders on Ironhide, because he's got weird shoulders. Mm-hmm. What if I told you they just didn't? Like, what if I told you they just didn't deal with his shoulders? Now, what do you think that means? Uh, <laughs> not heartening. Like, imagine if his shoulders just didn't lock in place, and it was by design. I watched his 15 minutes of... Did you know there's only 15 minutes of footage from his six years of existence in those movies? That seems like about 10 minutes more than I thought it would be. Yeah, but, okay. yeah, considering how much they try not to use the robot modes. So I was I was watching all... Because, okay, so you know how he has, he has normal arms that go up back behind his shoulder pads, right? Mm-hmm. And then most toys will lock those shoulders in and then kind of futz his arms to give him normal arms underneath them. So this one tries to be movie accurate. His arms going up behind the shoulder pads, full of ratchet joints. Then his shoulder pads, which are left unlocked to try to simulate the way they moved in the movie are purely pin friction joints that feel like transformation joints that are supposed to lock into place. So I watched the movies. Those things don't lock into place. They, in fact, do move insanely unnaturally when he rotates his shoulders forward. That's fine. My question is why there are ratchet joints everywhere except the main shoulder joints that for- that those things are formed out of. So, so you can super, super hardcore, solid pose his his arms, 
but the shoulders have no ratchets and move on two and a half different axes. Three, if the one locking peg doesn't work, which it seems universally doesn't work on the right-hand side in every video I watched due to some kind of malformation. Uh, possibly because the thing's packaged in robot mode, I suspect, and there's a malformed clip in there. Um, so he looks good, but when you pose him, you have to get over the idea of his arms feeling like they finished transforming, and you just have to kind of roll with it. And if you watch the scene in Sam's backyard enough times, you will realize that that's just how the movie model works. Nonetheless, the engineering on this does not give confidence in its feedback. There should have been ratchets inside of there uh, to make it clear those are part of the posability. Anyway, I sound like I'm just dumping on this toy... I, it's kind of grown on me. It's It looks real good in a lot of photos. Uh, don't ever pay full price for it, because you'll get really mad. Um, get it on sale like I did. <laughs> uh, if, if you pay full price for this thing, you're going to be one of the really mad ones. And in fact, I don't think it's possible for you not to be. The, the most staunch Ironhide defense squad has not been able to make much of a case for those shoulders other than that's how they work. And I agree, but they feel terrible. And the worst part is there's enough orphaned tabs inside there that coupled with the, the, the what's the, the thing he comes with the sheet that, that tells you what to do. What's that thing called? The instructions <laughs> for Ironhide. Um, aside from that, uh, you know, due to its vagueness and the and the part where I want to spit every time someone says that it exists, uh, you think you're screwing up. And it doesn't help that there are YouTube videos where people are now, you know, remember with, with Masterpiece Megatron, people are like, no, they fixed the barrel. And you go watch these YouTube videos that sometimes don't make any sense. People just saw there's a video that says fix and then they start telling you there's a fix. So that's happening with his shoulders. I watched all the videos. All they're doing is they're shoving the wheels into a, a hole that forms at a certain angle such that it, it makes a sort of a soft locking feel, kind of like what happens if you take a pair of funnily shaped sticks and ram them together a whole lot. Eventually, they feel like they click into place because you just found a chasm in the, the hole in the stick. Uh, that's not a lock. I checked. I checked a lot. Uh, I got it to, I'm doing air quotes, lock. Uh, that's just shoving a piece into a hole. That's not a lock. Uh, the part that people leave out is all those videos say, this lock works as long as you don't touch the shoulders. <laughs> Which sort of should explain the whole thing! <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, um, his mouth opens, so it's Toy of the Year uh, for 2018. Um his mouth's actually really hard to open too. It's a very tight joint. Uh, so yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think the thing is garbage. I just think it's really depressing. Is the way I would put this. Uh, and and it just shoots in the foot any confidence I had in masterpiece movie. Uh, if it's a car, it looks like they know how to do it. If it's not a car, it looks like whoever designs these just falls down a hole and. <laughs> And they just give that designer a test shot that works really well because they're like they're like hand tightening and hand thickening every tab because they're like we just need to get this done. Uh, 
Oh, and one last thing. It's a masterpiece movie, but his feet don't even fully fold up. His toes are just sticking out under the, the back bumper of the car, uh, the truck, because whatever, I guess. Uh, anyway, don't buy it for full price. If you like Ironhide, get it on sale. It's satisfying enough. But know all of this before you... How long was I talking? That was way too long. Yeah, too long. I had apparently had something to get off my chest. Either of you guys get Masterpiece Movie Ironhide, and either if you have them on pre-order, no. or you... No. Okay. Don't. No. I think I will be. Nope. I would not recommend it in either of your cases. Uh, if you like Movie Ironhide, dear listener, uh, don't let me dissuade you. I like him, too. I think that's why I only halfway thought of returning. I actually boxed up the toy to return it, basically, after an evening with it. Uh, and then sort of changed my mind, but for other... Also, because I... There's a long story. But anyway... It's the first time in a while I've just, like, reacted to a Transformer by boxing it up to return it. I don't do that very much. I don't do that ever. But my god. <laughs> when that tab finally came off and I heard it hit the floor, I was just like, what the hell happened? Uh, and if you're going to tell me, oh, Masterpiece Movie Optimus happened, no, this is a lot different. This is a lot different. Anyway, um... That's our Transformers what we got this week. Uh, hope that you enjoyed that. Uh, Do you have one other Transformers adjacent thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> Does I'm it now work? TCG Wave 1 complete. Hey, oh, I mean, so did I tell you that I was too? No. I am, yeah, uh, Harry Tarantula, when they cracked open a couple boxes for their singles, they pulled the mm -hmm. three rares I needed. Uh, okay. So I traded them a bunch of rares to get Grimlock, and then I bought the other two. Yeah. So I I traded for for my Grinlock uh, that got me complete. So nice. That was that was good. Now and you can run so Dinobots. It's just like yeah. So now I just need like two of the SDCC battle. Well, kind of one. I have a still sealed SDCC pack, but like just that, and I'm like absolutely positively complete. Can we? Like I could I could play anything. Can we just? Can we just agree as a community it's okay to proxy those cards? Yeah. I think we should just agree as a community it's okay to proxy those cards. Like, I understand wanting a playset of them. I, I do. But I'm never going to get a playset of them. So I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm and the thing is, it's, like, it's not like either of them are OP or anything. No, it's kind of, like, they're just kind of fun gimmick cards. One of them I'd love to, I, I made a five wide team recently that mm -hmm. actually played pretty well it's in it kind of kooky it relies on three copies of i still function but uh i liked my five wide team and i was like oh all out attack would be hilarious with this but mm -hmm. i don't know i also don't, don't really have room in the deck for it um are, are you doing any any fun brewing with your complete set uh i've i took apart my bugs deck uh, because every outing it had was subpar. Mm. Um, and I was thinking about for... Uh, there's uh, somebody that's talking about running something in Indy this weekend. I was thinking about putting together uh, a tanks, like a a, a a defensive tanks deck to see how that one goes. Oh, the, the fellow who went 3-0 at, at the first Toronto tournament... Um... I told him about the tanks deck, and now he's been eager. He pulled a dark mount after the tournament, and uh, now he's eagerly putting a tanks deck together and, and trying the thing out. Mm -hmm. um, that tournament was fun. We we have a scene in Toronto. I think two stores are supporting the game. Good. 
And then another store I went to said, oh, yeah, as soon as Wizards starts the organized play in 2019, we'll be supporting it, too. And I didn't know how I didn't know how to tell him. So I just said, oh, that's great. And, yeah. and smiled and nodded. Oh, oh bless your heart. No. <laughs> and then another one of the stores here, apparently the Vaughn version, um, friend, friend of this, the whatever that we do, Matt McNally, uh, talked to the Vaughn 401 and they said, well, Star Wars Destiny isn't moving, so we're not getting Transformers TCG. And like, I, I understand it, but don't. And I, I still get yeah. a little frustrated Those whenever two I things say are that. unrelated. Fantasy Flight's dice card game. I don't think has it. Also, Transformers has been selling out in Toronto, but <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Is I again went to one of the FLGSs that I got a booster box from, and was like, "Hey, have you guys seen any other interest in that? Or like, you know, would you be down for hosting a tournament or, or figuring something out?" And like, talked with the one guy a little bit. They're like, "No, we don't see any interest. Like, we got." Another box when we ordered yours, and those singles sold pretty quick, or those loose packs sold pretty quick. Like, isn't that interest? Like, like that's that that's how that's defined, right? Well, like, a uh, distributor said it might be rough to get more, so we just did it. It's like, doesn't that which, mean uh, that? Fuck, huh? What? What? Ah. Uh, Okay. I mean, obviously, you and I have very specific and definable biases. Yeah. But also, <laughs> yeah, we sold out of our stock. There's no interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like maybe, maybe because you sold out, that is the interest. No? Oh. You know, oh, those were bought oh. by a human who might play the game. Yeah. If only they were encouraged to come somewhere to play that game. Yeah. Every appearance of boosters at the, the big box stores disappear. I I think that the the ratio of of starters to to boosters that are out there is is skewed because most places you can tell they got like eight boosters in and they have six boosters still on the shelf. Yeah. Or they got in four Metroplex decks and they have two Metroplex decks left. So they're not selling out of the like the pre-con stuff because I think the people that would get it have gotten it until there's like a scene or anything potentially like Pulling and running this, so I'm going to try to talk to the other FLGS that I got uh, stuff from. That was the better feeling one. Yeah, and and go from there. No, thank thank goodness, Harry Tarantula um, is is totally in on this game. They ran a tournament uh, once they got the starter kits in as a launch event, and they're they're having a night every night or every week. Um, uh, and then uh, Three Kingdoms Games is also in Toronto, both in Toronto, uh, is is having two Transformers nights every week. Because uh, the guy who owns that store thinks the game's really cool as well. Um, I went to the Harry Tarantula thing uh, with Shadowplay V2. Uh, mm-hmm. I came very close to winning against a lot of uh, the orange decks, which then led me to create Shadowplay V3.5, which is running a lot better, a lot, a little bit more cruel. Um, but a couple of the folks who were at that thing, uh, we mentioned Three Kingdoms Games is having uh, some stuff going on, so a bunch of us congregated there on the weekend, and we tried to kind of successfully invent uh, two booster sealed two headed dragon. Uh, yeah, I, I saw your mention of that in in the forum. It was pretty darn fun. Uh, our first run, we we did have to iron something out because we were running it where it was like proper two headed giant in that we have a shared battle card deck, but our boards are separate. 
And then okay. and then someone's board got wiped and we realized, wait, what does that player do now? <laughs> so we decided yeah. that, okay, shared character spread and shared battle card deck. We tried that and it ran really darn well. Um, so, sorry, I just got really distracted by something. I have to tell you about this later. Uh, yeah, okay. I have to, but wait, no, I have to that's, that's the stuff that I wish I had, that there was a little bit more of like community around. Because otherwise it's just like my extra life friends that are there for a 12 hour thing. And it's like, uh, we got like an hour and a half to kill before somebody else shows up and we can play this like four player game. It's just like, oh? mm-hmm. guess what I have? Yeah. Yeah. We got, we ripped through some of these games real quick. Can not we? Uh, okay, fine. And then they have fun. But then afterwards it's just like, uh, whatever. Uh. Yeah. The, the two player thing, um, like two V two is weird. They have to, you have to kind of be into that, but, like you know we were all into it and it was we only we only you know did the two two i think two games but it was really fun because like <laughs> 2v2 in transformers is a whole lot of like you basically you get to confer with someone and go like do we kill that guy yeah we kill that guy all right let's go kill that guy <laughs> um anyway yeah so i'll just say it because aaron i think you'll probably see this too i went i went in regards to something we were talking about, I went to click on the third party forum on TFW. Uh-huh. And then there's a thing at the top that said, always wanted to be a moderator evangelist. Here's your chance. And I was like, excuse me, did I miss something? <laughs> I went to like click on the TCG forum and the WTF forum. I was like, am I still? Yeah. Oh, oh, huh, huh. <laughs> um, Aaron, you might have that too. Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, you ever want to be, a- Aaron, you, <laughs> you want to go moderate that movie forum? <laughs> yeah, I still actually think I technically am. Oh, okay. Well, have fun. <laughs> but yeah um we have some good tcg news we might i've been thinking it might be fun to you know especially well once we get through the stuff we we're um we're, we're waiting to t- well how do we put this once we get through this month um it might be fun to do a little tcg catch-up thing now and then I'm yeah thinking. uh that's that's again the stuff that we need to talk about next week yeah need to to lay, to lay out what our plans are for what we're trying to do, but then we're talking about it live on the show. So the earlier thing, this is the payoff for that. Yeah. You get a little bit more information. Y'all on, will understand shortly, I think. Or maybe. Ish. I don't know. Until somebody randomly spoils a bunch of stuff stupid early again. I think and it's we this have month. To go, uh-huh. I think it's this month. Well, I'd hope so. Um, also, I was... I was now, I, so I'm, I'm kind of just cruising the forums semi-consciously and i was like oh a new reply in the wtf forum but it was you asking why i use this image of day and night by unique toys and you mm-hmm. said is this out of district no it's because it's relevant it's the only thing i remember us talking about just rage i just see that and it's just rage um but yeah uh i guess we that was the half off it's actually not off topic but that was the what we call half off topic um part yeah Let's go off topic for a sec. I don't have anything off topic really to talk about. Uh, I've been pure. I've been pure Transformers. I finished sleeving The Binding of Isaac Four Souls. So now I have that all nicely sleeved in a box where I hopefully will play it once someday. Um, TJ, off topic. Did you do anything uh, this past little while? Uh, Yes. Yes, I did. All right. There's a bunch of it I can't really discuss either because it's not interesting or because you know, as opposed to everything else I talk about or because I it's all buildable. Like I've got like yeah. Christmas Christmas granted me like uh 
the assembly square, which is currently only half built, mm-hmm. and the Mega Bloks Enterprise, which is unbuilt. I heard that thing is baller. Uh, it's, yeah, like it looks fantastic from everything I've seen. Mm-hmm. It also looks like about three feet of plastic. I don't have space for. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Oh, yeah. actually, I, I had a quick thing that's relevant. Um, I got a ride watch display thing with the Deno ride watch. Mm-hmm. That thing is really weird to put together. Yes, it is. You were right. I'm like, I don't really know why this is working, but I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like everything's pulling against other. Everything's pushing against each other, but you lock it together. So it all pushes into like this permanent locked position. Yeah, it's super weird. I I needed it because I have I I, I realized this actually, this is the the problem with ride watches. Those things suck to store anywhere. Yeah, they're they're hockey pucks with buttons all over them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I uh, I got to get the dizer parts now uh, to to do the stack. Yeah, I, I got sick of HLJ taking uh, forever to just market. Hey, let me buy more than one, please. So. so so I, I had I, one in my private warehouse, <laughs> and today, it's been a couple weeks, so today I decided to innocently and airheadedly just order a second one separately into my Ooh. private warehouse, and I'm just going to see if that order goes through, and if they send me an email, I'll just go like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot I had one in private warehouse. Yeah, I yeah. last time an eBay coupon came up, I just grabbed one off of eBay, so it'll take yeah. forever to get here, but at least it's, it's on the way. Yeah. Because I'm also one away from finishing off that set. So I, I the ones I missed, boy, are they only on Amazon Japan, and boy, do I not want to actually pay for them. So I'm just kind of, <laughs> I'm just going through the motions because I'm like, well, they'll show up on Mandarake again eventually. People will get sick of the DX toys. Um, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Let's see. All right. So things I can speak of. Uh, things that I've actually experienced enough. Uh. Not Christmas related, but uh, my Glyosynth figures came in. Oh, mine came in too. I just I haven't had a chance to slice them open yet. Yeah, well, so the, this the is packaging. this is the Glyos thing that me and Vangelis are into. Except these are like Figuarts scale, Figuarts level articulation. This hmm. is this is Glyos design work being applied to the one thousand toys one twelve scale synthetic human with new parts. But then this one also has a Glyos port on one of the parts. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot. This whole new synth line is like is is beautiful. It is one of my favorite physical toys crossing over with a bunch of my favorite visual artists, and it's 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 amazing. Yeah. Um, so the fig- the figure themselves exceptionally nice. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, on the other like on the other the non Glyos thousand toys figure like are the torso parts a little bit loose? It's like, uh, yeah. It's like the little stack of plates. Yeah, just floaty. Yeah, the middle one is is basically kind of floaty. Okay. Um, cuz I've got I've got the collared and reprogrammed synthetic human always on my desk cuz I love that toy. Um and yeah, like like the the Gliosynth figures, they uh, all the new synth figures generally share at least the torso if not parts of the arms and legs. Um mm. the, although there's a lot of original tooling on them as well. Like the synthetic humans are basically like weird naked doll people. Um so the new synth figures, like I said, primarily share the chests and, and bits of the hips. 
Um, the Gliosynth ones, though, have those, like, big, you know, the armor scarf parts that go over top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, it's a lot less obvious on them than it is on, say, like, the pizza guys or uh, even the next men. Yeah. Um, the, the nice thing about the armor parts is that you can take off the head to remove the scarf. And they get, like, a much more, like... I've got that on Faden, and it looks much more, like, natural Faden look. Yeah. But also, the armor piece is reversible. Mm-hmm. So the backside works for the chest as well. And I actually noticed that it resembles the Sarvos torso, so my hopes are high for upcoming figures. I really hope that they this wasn't just a one-off thing, because, yeah, like, it would be amazing to see, like, a, you know, a realistic proportion Sarvos... Um, I, I, I want to see our gen done like this. Like mm. I got to I'm going to dig up a photo. I just took a, a nice photo of my synthetic human carb. Um, I mean, I mean the, the O'Neill release of the first wave sold out in like an hour. Well, yeah, yeah that's might be a little generous, but they sold, they sold out fast despite the price point. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wonder what the production numbers were on this. Cause like the real X had ones, I don't think I've ever seen for sale online, except when people had gotten extra stock from conventions. So I'm I'm not sure how many they made of the, these new synth figures. Um, the 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 Knights of the Slice ones, like I, I I know they were selling them, but it was very short that window. <laughs> um, but here I got here's a photo of the carb. This is the collar reprogrammed. And, like, just looking at the asymmetrical nature of this figure, I'm, like, just, like, a straight-up all-in, like, you know, R-Gen X done in this style would be the the business. Yeah. Um, that, that and also, I, I love that more people are getting exposed to this this buck, because this is, this is one of the best figures on the market, in my opinion. Yeah, like, everything is nice and solid on it. The sculpting and paint is really, really good. The articulation is fantastic. Like, I say figure art just to have, like, a more commonly known, you know, point of example. The articulation is higher than any yeah. figure art I know. No, the, the, the like, like Thousand Toys outdoes Bandai when it comes to uh, a posable humanoid figure. Um, they, they simply, they do. That is a thing that they're very good at doing. Um, like, like the synthetic human is able to assume straight up yoga poses. Um, the, the new synth ones are a little bit more thick and armored in places, so they might not be able to do quite as much, but like in context, for instance, TJ has never handled the synthetic human. I don't think TJ thinks it sounds like you don't think that these are limited really in any way. (laughs) No, not really. Yeah. It's like, imagine the, imagine the fact that what you're handling is maybe slightly more limited than you know the base figure that they're they're using, um, and these things are are ridiculously wonderful. Uh, yeah, I, I hope I hope that New Synth continues, and I hope that they get more runs of those figures. I hope it's not going to be insane to find the Glind Ninja because um, that's taunting me now on the back of the package. It's coming out, I think, this month or next. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. need that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think I think the Glide Ninja is my favorite of the three. Yeah, just those 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 total Glios parts pistols as accessories. Oh yeah, it's it's really well, cool. I love the idea that, that they've been using like those Robo Force guns for so long for all the other figures that now it's just like 
now another figure is using that design to imitate O'Neill design figures. <laughs> Getting a lot of layers built up with that Gly Ninja. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad that you picked them up. Um, and, I, and I hope more people get a chance to pick up some version of the synthetic human. It's, it's a beautiful toy. All right, so I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of something else I've been to play with. Like, I got a bunch of the other build figures. You know, the ones that just combine together. Those those are just fun to goof up, goof with and come up with color combinations. Mm-hmm. Uh, full set of D&D books, because I never had a full set of D&D books before, so... Hey! Good reading material. A lot of it's, like, little equipment stuff. Like, I got my new mouse that I'm still getting used to. Because this one's got a billion buttons, and I don't know what all of them do yet. Oh. That's... I I need to look into updating my mouse. It's starting to just like decide not to do anything for a little bit and then coming back. Oh, that's fun. Like I'm going to go and click on this thing on that over over here. Oh, there it goes. I've replaced batteries. I've like blown at the laser. So. This is this is a gaming mouse that is uh it looks like a it looks like some kind of shuttlecraft. Okay. But it actually Is it one of the ones that you can put like a weights in? Yes, it is. Like <laughs> This actually comes with like little weights to distribute a little bit of weight in uh, different directions, just based on however you want it to feel. I don't know if I notice them or not. Mm-hmm. The but, problem is, yeah. you know that they're there, so subconsciously, you're yeah. you're hooped. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Oh, so I, uh, I got the big Jack specific Mega Man toy they made. Mm-hmm. Or I should say, came under the tree, though, because Mega Man's one of those things that always works for me. Mm-hmm. So it's the classic Mega Man at like ten inches tall. So and like you look at it in the package, and he seems to have good articulation. So I'm thinking it's just a big, you know, decent little action figure with a bunch with like three firing missiles because it comes with three uh, effect parts that look like his weapons from Mega Man One. Uh, and I get it out of the box and realize the articulation is really stunted. Like, his right arm is good, but his left arm can only move forward. Because there's there's LED gimmicks running through it. And then it, it kind of dawns on me. It's like, oh, this is a big sound effect toy. Like the kind you make for kids, but you made it out of a game character that only 30-year-olds know. Why'd you do this? <laughs> so... It was like really weird to me. Is like that part of it was disappointing. As I started playing with the figure, I am so impressed by this figure. Okay, so you got two buttons. You got the button on the buster that lets you that does the firing noise and makes the gun light up. If you raise the arm, he fires three shots in a row real quick. And depending on how you move the toy, you can hear sound effects of him jumping, running around, fighting enemies, getting hit. Hmm. Just based on whatever the motion sensor inside of it gets. And then on top, you have a button that starts playing music from the old games. And it's not mm. like it's not like a 10-second clip. It's the whole song on loop. And it's its own audio track, so it does not get in the way of any of the sound effects. That part was cool. And then I try what I thought were the missiles. And they are not missiles. They are keys. When you plug, like, you plug in, like, his, like, the, the boomerang cutter from Cutman, mm-hmm. it changes mm-hmm. the background music it plays to Cutman's music. Aww. Aww. And if you leave it long enough, 
it starts playing the boss fight music. And if you leave that long enough, it plays the victory music. It's like it's like the layers I wanted out of that Bumblebee. It, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yes, and I believe it changes the sound effects of like enemy noises you can hear to match the ones from the stage. Like I'd Man. have to play with it a little bit more to confirm that, but yeah, like just a really robust set of sound effects with like this really cool little activation system. And then there's probably one of the most genius things they did. I love this. You put the toy on its back and you hear the death noise. Do, 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 do. And while he's on his back, the buttons don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect. And then you put him back up on his feet and you can hear his health bar go back up. Man! <laughs> yeah, all that stuff with like the accelerometer and everything, it's just like... I don't need it all in a transformer. It's just if it if it's gonna be the straight up big electronic one, I just wanna I wanna feel like magic is happening. Mm. Uh that's cool. Let's see, I think the last thing worth speaking about, because I got a I got a bunch of new Switch games and most of them I've I've played for like ten minutes just to say I've played them, just to see what they're like. Long uh, enough the, to write a Steam review. Print <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because yes, that's how Steam reviews work on Nintendo Switch. Yes. <laughs> Why can't I? Why can't I find the Let's Go Pikachu listing on Steam? <laughs> like, Gabe Newell, I want a refund. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that got my no, the one that got my uh, that got most of my time was Smash Ultimate. It's big shock that that's the one that gets all the attention. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I'm <laughs> I've been playing just the adventure mode since this came out, and the adventure mode is a little bit thinner because like. Everyone compare wants to compare it to Subspace Emissary, where you play as all these different characters and like side scrolling levels and you know, Samus from Metroid is fighting Goombas and things like that. And it's not it's not that. It's it's straight up playing with the fighting system. But Yeah. Yeah. But the idea is I I've also played a lot of Smash over okay. the last couple weeks. So but I wasn't sold on the whole idea of like, well, Here's a character that isn't playable in the game, but they possess one of the characters and play like that character. Yeah. Like, like, well, like on paper, like I was not sold on that. But in practice, there's so many clever uses between all the different ways they play with the physics, the stage, the mm -hmm. items, the characters themselves. You know, like the yeah. good, the good, uh, the good example is like there's a spirit for Lakitu little cloud guy from Mario that throws little spiny guys down at you. Right. And in the game, that is represented by one of the Koopa kids in the in the clown cart and four tiny red Bowsers stomping around. Oh, yeah. And like, I think I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. So like, there's, there's, there's some really clever stuff. There are some really clever stuff in there. Like, they did, they did mm -hmm. one that referenced Mega Man Legends 3. And that got under my skin because it was too on the nose. Oh, I saw you tweet about that. Yeah. But, like, that's... It's, it's been really, really fun. Like, I'm doing nothing but, like, just normal fights. But there's been an insane amount of variation, which has kept me in, interested in the series. Yeah. So. That's the thing that I've found is I've I've had to, like, change up the way that I fight in more than one fight. Just due to like the the rules that are in place to try to unlock the the next spirit to move along and and do things where it's just like okay I gotta figure out how to get past a thing 
And then once I have, it's like, okay, well, I can, you know, play yeah. Mario a little bit differently than I did before. Uh, then I wish I could figure out where, like, Samus is on that mode because she's who I tended to main in the past and still kind of do. And it's just kicking my butt not having my, like, go-to in there. Right, yeah. right. Like, well, that's also that's that's fine for a while because that also forces you to learn other characters and see maybe you're maybe you're proficient with somebody else and uh-huh. you know like I like I like right now I'm maining Mega Man because all the projectiles make a lot of spirits easier to beat. Yeah, but then you get there's characters like K. Rule who loves his reflect attacks, and there's some enemies that are like just the fight condition is projectiles get reflected like okay mm-hmm. now i have to now i have to play someone different and okay like maybe i'll maybe i'll find out i like marth maybe i don't know i, I don't like marth i i hate him <laughs> i i i you would i still need to i still need to get that game i want to get that game because i played a little bit and it was really fun uh but i was really bad at it but it felt like something that it would be really it'd make me feel really cool to get good at uh so i kind of want to I kind of want to just go all in on that thing at some point. Do all the unlocks, get all the DLC. I have Yeah, yet, there's but... a, like there's an exploit for the unlocks, but like it's more fun to just go through and earn them. Yeah, yeah, I just want to. I just wanna, you know play the, especially since I'm not good at it. I want to play the crap out of it. I haven't I, like I haven't played Smash since uh, the N64 original. So you know. Oh, you've got a lot to learn then. <laughs> I was so happy when I saw um, the fully unlocked list. And I was like, oh, good. All those characters I never got to play are in this. Yeah, like, well, this is a good one to jump in on because I don't think they're going to make one as big as this again. Yeah. This is, an, this is an absolute absurd amount of licensing going into just this one title already. Yeah, I'm just going to get to play the one with everyone in it. I mean, it's a good one to jump in on because now they've... They've really kind of honed in on the audience and what everyone's after, because like they'll do things like the training stage now has grids and it'll show like smash distance and all this. So you you have something for you have a lot of options for pro players Mm -hmm. for people to take it way too seriously. And then you have an Mm -hmm. option that's just the stage will randomly change to a different stage. Sure. Yeah. Still, still the ones that catch me every time are like stage flips and you're just like, wait what yeah oh no i'm how do i how do i do everything upside down mm-hmm. oh i don't know anymore oh i died okay good yeah i love going into those spirit battles and just okay i've got i've got my type advantage going let's just go straight into it and then discovering oh the floor makes me sleep oh great mm-hmm. yeah i just i just i just ran i ran some uh some k rule and some ddd because they looked like big mean jerks and and i was pretty sure they would make people mad they didn't make people mad but i i felt strong playing as them and then someone told me that k rule is actually really solid so mm-hmm. i was like all right all right i got my main i'm gonna main k rule yeah, if you want people <laughs> mad play bayonetta because she was so overpowered the last oh, time no. well, when i get the Playable. chance it's gonna be bayonetta and joker all the time just to make people you know, that's gonna be like my select scorpion in injustice moment uh just go, going by the reactions i saw <laughs> Where people are like, get these human-looking people out of my Smash Brothers from other franchises. Ah. Um, but excellent. Uh, well, happy, happy gaming. Um, that's a phrase. Um, anything else on topic uh, or on topic, off topic that either of you guys want to hit up? Yeah, it's I, what I'm talking on right now. All right, I finally jumped and got the. Uh... The uh, what is it? A Samson microphone? 
um, that uh, Yakko from uh, Transmissions kept uh, trying to to tell every time. We'd be like, "Hey, what's that microphone?" And <laughs> the one that's Samsung Q two U. Yeah. So I I got that. It's also on a uh, a nice mic stand, so I can move it around to where I want it to be, rather than trying to like always lean forward or make sure that I'm I'm talking at the the Yeti. I can sit here and move this thing in front of me, uh, so that it's like I'm right up next to it. And uh, when I'm not talking on it, I can push the arm away like I'm a like some sort of audio bigwig. And we just that was, we get that to... was kind of my gift to myself. Uh, this year you get to enjoy a deafening thud whenever yeah i'll try not to do that i had to when i got the the scissor arm boom thing like when i first didn't like put it on my desk it just like fell over one way i'm like uh and i saw like set it up and mess with it and it like falls over the other way i'm like man this is just a hunk of crap like why would anybody want this and i'm sitting there like messing with it some more and i'm like oh wait a second what happens if i tighten this down oh Hey, now it stays exactly where I put it every time. Huh. I wonder why that, that that's probably what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about all the helicopters? <laughs> Aaron, we noticed that all these helicopters keep falling apart when they take off. <laughs> hey man, I'm not in charge of assembly. Oh. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, it, it's the guy from it's the guy from Bell who's saying that to him. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> All those flimsy, anemic helicopters needing to have their, I'm doing bear quotes here on every word, bolts tightened. Yeah. Um, well, well, welcome to the fancy pants mic on an arm crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually cheating. Mine is just an arm that's meant for lighting, but it happens to hold a microphone. Hey, man, if it works, it works. Yeah, I can still, I can push it, I can push it away like this, too. Now, now you're all the way over there. Can bring you all yeah. the way up here too. It's not bad. It's not bad. I don't mind being this close. Anyway, uh, anything else off topic on your end, uh, caller? I think that's the extent of mine. All right. Well, then uh, I think that's a podcast. That's our first podcast for 2019. I uh, hope you've been enjoying WTF at TFW. It's a Transformers podcast by Transformers fans. Uh, we'll be back uh, later on with some more Transformers talk, not to mention some upcoming stuff that me and Aaron can't talk about right now, but we can talk about it when it's already up for your listening pleasure. In the meantime, uh, drive safely. Remember that there are 5 million services that you can use instead of driving or owning a car, which is probably, if you don't need it for work, a lot more of a thrifty solution. But at this point, you know, you might have inherited one and you're you're trapped. Um, but uh, until then, thanks for listening. And uh, hey, you know, uh, stay groovy. We'll, we'll chat with you later. I tried to do the click click thing, but like quietly, and it just didn't work. That was okay. That was I, awful. I didn't know we were ending with the ASMR. Uh, now I'm going to uh, read all of these uh, playing cards I have in front of me. Um, I mean, first I could get up close on the microphone too and just, you know. I've got a basic action card that says it's the cone of cold. That's the cone of. Five four four is the episode number.